Yo, 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 what up? We back on the Swerving Podcast. We hot on the season four right now. I gave y'all a little special yesterday. Dropped two episodes in one day. Um, I just kind of been in that that stage of just like, I got to get going what I need to get going. So, you know, just putting shit off is not on the list of that. So I just got it out there. Hope you guys go enjoy that. Uh, I had my cousin Justin on. I had Will and Alaric on. So good two-hour episodes y'all can listen to. And then we're going to get episode three kicking off today with my boy Day-Day Dalian Parks. He's from Festus. He does a lot of inner training with some basketball guys up there. Um, just a, a friend, too, outside of that. So uh, we're going to sit down and chop it up for a minute. Been trying to get him on for about, what, three months now? Yeah, yes, sir. Finally made it happen, man. So it's just a great time. Um, first time in the barn, he likes it. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk some stuff later in the podcast that uh, I think would be good for for D and uh, Festus that will come come to town. So uh, I think that will be good. We're going to get rolling, man. How you feeling, man? How's life? I'm feeling good, man. Everything is, is going good. Uh, kind of slowing down for me a little bit. Uh, I, I've been on that grind for, I'd probably say, about two years. Just grinding, being in the gym with kids, working with you know people on this side and that side, just trying to get kids better and establish my brand and myself as well. So that's back for hoops brand. Yes, sir. So like, when when did that really start? Cause like back, you got to think, I'm 25 now, and yeah, back yeah. when I was hooping, that you were there. So yeah, like, yeah. what what I made that all there, start? I was there, and I remember you playing for the Magic, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like I was coaching with other people at that time. Like people in the community that had a little feeder team or something like that. I tried to help them out. Um, with the kids and stuff before I actually got into my own lane. Uh, but back at that time, I think I was coaching with some local people in the community, uh, The Secret. Right. Um, I think I was coaching with them around that time, trying to help them establish what they had going on. Um, how'd you get with, how'd you get in the, the part of changing uh, dudes' life like Keandre and Akil that come from the waters, the well, Turks? Well, actually, uh, years down the road, uh, I went to college at Missouri Baptist. Okay. So, you know, when you're in college, people don't – sometimes people don't understand, but that's you. That's a good time to build relationships. For sure. Me. You meet some of the lifelong friends there. Exactly. So a couple of my guys I played ball with, they ended up coaching at this school, St. Louis Christian. And they always ask me, hey, man, come and help. You know, we got some good things going on. We, we think it would be a good fit. But, like, with me and my life, like, I don't just jump on board. Like, you see how long it took for me to come right, yeah. here, which I always wanted to do it. But sometimes it takes me a while. When something's on my heart, that's when I do it. Right. So, you know. you ain't going to half-ass nothing. <laughs> exactly. That's anything, bro. So, I, one summer, you know, I hit them back. I was like, man, y'all still want me to come help y'all? They was like, yeah, we'd love to have you. Come on. So, I went up there, and I was coaching. And the, the program that they started, which was international for kids all around the world, was new. So, they was just diving into that because the coach had got the idea from another school, which is called Sunrise Christian. Got you. Um, and we were St. Louis Christian. So he was trying to get into what they were doing. So I came in pretty much at the start of meeting kids from all around the world, um, like Nikhil, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Nikhil yeah. and, and Savez is from Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a pipeline for us, uh, Turks and Caicos and the Bahamas. So we had a lot of kids from those different areas. So um, I actually coached Savez at uh, St. Louis Christian, but Akil, b- before I left, that's when he came right you know, to the area. So and he's a bra- and he's in the league now. So yeah, I mean that's just that's cool, man. That you got to change some yeah. kids' life like that to yeah. to where like if it would have stayed in that situation, you know, maybe he'd not had that shot to the NBA. Exactly, exactly. So that's something you got to sit on your heart all the time and just be yeah. thankful for. You took that opportunity, man. Yeah. But uh, I respect that about you, like man. That's kind of where I'm at in life too. Like we, you know, I feel like we know what we want aligned, but 
you know, you don't attack it unless you're ready because, exactly. like, if you don't put in the work, it's not going to come. Same with dudes wanting to be great in the gym, but, you know yeah. what I mean, just play 2K and don't get, do the work and put shots up. <laughs> that ain't going to work. That's not enough. Um, but you being a trainer and, yeah. and seeing, you know, probably two to three decades of basketball, yeah. from, from the 2010 gap to now, what's the difference? The difference? Mentality-wise. Uh, mentality is the grind because nowadays you can say you got social media to talk for you like oh well, I was in the gym you can take a picture or you can do anything and say you put in the work but like I was just telling <laughs> telling Gabe earlier like there's gonna be a time where you got to show that work that you said you put in exactly you know what I mean I think in today's society people just want to say they did something versus actually doing it exactly that's the big difference I think where back then you know you say 2010 people's actually grinding every day putting the work in and I think you could you could see that like you could really tell do the eye test back yeah. then. You could walk you could walk on the court back then like hey that's that guy yeah. you know what I mean. But now now yeah. it's kind of hard you know you gotta kind of see who's doing it and once the game starts you kind of see all right he got a shot he's been yeah. putting in the work. Yeah. So I definitely that's where I'm at too like mentality and the physique is just totally ten years like down the past because you know you see it these kids sitting on games and yep. stuff it starts yep. right there you know all back to where. 2010 we had to get it man i mean yeah. you didn't work you don't eat my that's what my dad was telling me every exactly. day so i'm trying to hit and feel hitting the football practice yeah so it's just different it's different to me and uh that's it's nice. just crazy to see especially reffing too man like it's just like man the game was totally different when i was yeah. playing and that's a whole different uh that's a whole different side me being a coach i respect refs because nowadays you got too many parents that are in involved in the game whether they know it or not like <laughs> let like i always tell my kids let me coach Y'all play the game. Let the refs do their job. Yep. Period. And it's gonna be smooth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, refs, refs know that most a good ref like he's calling the good game. You know, like yeah. refs really don't care who's winning the game. Like yeah. they just they want a solid game and really just want kids to respect. Exactly. You know, and have fun exactly. at the game. And I think that goes the side of the game until the game's over. And they're like, oh, you yeah. know, my bad ref and all that. Yeah. And it's just love out there, and everyone's out there doing the job. So yep. just keep grinding. This is a question I had for you. That was on my mind. Um. So kids are, are probably in the Festus area. Uh-huh. I feel like, you know, like Ahmad, like right now, you yeah. know, he can really hoop. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, you got, you go up 30 minutes, you got, you got buckets of hoopers. <laughs> you, got you know killers, what I'm saying? You so you think they just get put? You think they just get pushed to play football? <laughs> you mean up north or? Or like right in the Festus, way. right in the Festus area. I feel like that's an area like, hey, yeah, you know I mean, you gotta be that dog, dog, dog. You know what I mean? Because there's some dudes up in the city, but you know what I mean, you can make that happen. And I just feel like, you know, Ahmad, like, you know, he's an athlete, but I feel like, man, he might be like, hey, football's the route. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he only started playing last year. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And he was really a hooper. Exactly. So what do you think the mindset of that is? Like, what changes that? Man, I can, really, uh, I can go in a lot on that because I know Ahmad, Lil' Ahmad, and, I, you know, I've coached him and I've seen him play and I've seen him grow up as a kid. But, you know, my natural instinct is that he's a basketball player. Like, I feel like some kids are gifted naturally to be something. I actually feel like he's a basketball player. But at the end of the day, he's an athlete. And sometimes as athletes, you are pushed to go in a lane where you see it might benefit you a little bit more. Right. Like like he probably has five to ten football offers, zero for basketball. That and he's worked so, so long for might, basketball. So that might turn him away or that might ha- let somebody be in his ear like, hey, man, well, you don't have any basketball. Let's go in this lane. Not realizing, hey, just get in the gym and put in more work. Those offers are coming. Exactly, too. it's too easy. You <laughs> know what I mean, exactly, because it's a na- it comes natural to a kid like that. In my opinion, I mean, I could be wrong, but no, it does. It definitely does. Yeah. 
to where like he's got that physique too, and to where you step out on the football field, make ten catches. Oh, we yeah. want you. Yeah, you know what I mean that's easy. Yeah. But if you really want to pursue that basketball, you mean make the you build your own table. Exactly. That's why I tell everyone, man. Like, yeah. bro, there's there's too many opportunities out here in this world for someone to tell you, I, I don't think you can do that. Exactly. I went and played college football. I saw, you know, I'm a running back, D. Yeah. I'm like, I saw seven running backs on the board. I said. I ain't finna sit the bench. I'm finna go play defense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. figure it out. I'm gonna flip side to put more work in yeah. to get more results. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, or my or any young players down here in the hooping world that yeah. are kind of in that mindset, man, am I gonna, you know, am I putting all this work in to, to sit at college? You can't have that mindset. Not you gotta work, all. dog. You yes, gotta work sir. every gotta, day. You gotta put the work in. No one puts sure. the limit on you. So just keep doing that. And I'm not even shooting shots. Yeah, Joe yeah. or Mod, all athletes, yeah, they got yeah. they can do whatever they want. They you know what can. I'm saying? But I always have that question, like, man, these dudes really just play football because it's the easier route out because yeah. basketball is hard. Yeah. It's hard to do it. I think, man, and I, I know Joe too, I think. I think I kind of met you through their family. Yes, for sure. You know what I mean? And I think for both kids, I have natural God-given abilities. And – Basketball, the way basketball is, it's kind of tough. It's a different lane because you, that kids are just different. Yeah. <laughs> and I argue with people all the time. I understand the game is the game, but kids are different. You got 12-year-olds windmilling, and you got, you know, kids just doing all these amazing things versus a kid like one of those two coaches want to see certain things. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this in this arena of basketball? They might be skeptical, but as long as you continue to put in the work and prove yourself, you always give yourself a chance versus a kid giving up because they have zero offers at a certain time in their life. Continue to put in the work. They will come because you guys have the talent. Exactly. You build your own lane, man. I, yeah. I say that every day in anything you guys want to do. So just make sure you guys do that, man. Make sure you do that. Yeah. Make sure you do that. Um, yeah, you were talking about the Christmas tournament. We can talk on that. Yeah. Um, I do think they will get to that at some point. Um, I think it kind of just starts with the change of ad athletic director. But um, not mean a few years with retirement and stuff. But uh, yeah, it definitely, yeah. it, I think it needs to change every three years. Yeah, I think yeah. Why just not? To, you know, just get new faces. And uh, obviously, you have the local teams. But you know, what Festus? This is their first year. What Festus? How long has Festus? They been in every year. What was the new team that came down? Might have been in. Might have been. Mm -hmm. You know, type because I went to Festus and we never played. In, right. In the, in the tournament. When when you guys should have been, you guys were dirty. Yeah. So man, yeah, I think the I think if anything, it should be a coach's vote within like surrounding cities, and then you know competitive basketball because like why why is that what's that one team i'm trying to think of uh the black team not it, it's not herky but they come and get 40 ball every time you know what i mean no one wants to see first round yeah. 40 balls give a challenge it's a christmas turn it's the gold ball you know what i mean we right. want to see some good games it's like it's a nice setup down it's a nice setup it is too but we yeah. shouldn't have to come wait four days to come watch some good basketball <laughs> you know exactly. what i'm saying like that's just wasting time exactly so i think i think it it could they could make it as big it could be as big as the Bass Pro shootout yeah, if they yeah. if they if they put the work in. Bring a couple showcase games in. And I can speak on that lane because when I coached at St. Louis Christian, we played in the tournament of champions. Not the Bass Pro, but in I think I think it was Washington, Illinois. Mm -hmm. We played with Zion, been there. A lot of top players played in that dog. In that in that tournament. But what they did was they had lanes. They had an elite showcase. They had the regular high school showcase, and then they had prep school right. games. So they had a lane for everybody where you so can where come, you and come in and get, and get 50 your ball. good basketball. Yeah, <laughs> good basketball all across the board. That's how it should be, man. That's yeah. how it should be because they know who's dominating and who's going to be top four. And then, man, it's just I don't know. I'm and I'm Central alumni, but it's yeah. got to stop doing putting the separating the brackets for Central Farmington Championship. I want to see some good basketball, good matchups. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Put it on the kids. And it's around the holidays, so you want to enjoy it. Sure, you know what I mean? Everyone home is deep in there, man. Yeah. It's been deep at the Christmas tournament. It's been yeah, super it deep. It's yeah. been super deep. Man, Festus, they played good last year. They did. Yeah. They played some good basketball. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I think South Iron is going to be off the map this year. Yeah. I think Festus will come around. They gave us pro- they that was a good matchup that first week, man. That was that, that was a good matchup. And then we saw them again, and they gave us yeah, problems. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, they're going to play good. I think Armand's going to get more in the bag this year. You know, have the so. ball. I want to see that too, man. I want to yeah. see that too. Um, you're down in my town. Get some questions for me. What's up? Um, first of all, like what got you into you know doing podcasting? Um, so I was actually at college. I was at college doing um, just playing football and all that. And man, just I don't know what it was. Really, just I just got this. Urge. I was watching a lot of Joe Rogan. Just you know, because. When I was up at college, I was just in that mindset. I was in Minnesota, a whole different yeah. state. Don't got friends and stuff. So I'm like, man, I was really just class, gym, yeah. do my homework, listen to podcasts and all that. But I was missing home a lot. So I'm like, man, how can I connect with the people that, you know, really get to go, what I got going on? And uh, I was like, man, I can do like a little movie review, like people yeah, to yeah. watch, like what I'm watching up here. So I just started doing that, like off my iPhone and stuff. And I just started loving it. So, and then I went to the, uh, I went over to the, to the school to borrow some equipment uh-huh. and jg he's my guy i was like man i'm just trying to start this podcast like trying to get it going they had like a studio and all that he's like here man he's like just pond it all yeah. off he's like go do you he's like i got faith in you so man i just literally it was crazy because like the next week that's when COVID happened we all got uh-huh. sent home i'm like hey can i go home because i'm gonna do it yeah i was like i can take this home he's like yeah i think i'll be back man i came back they canceled the football season yeah and then i was really i was really in the funk like about that time because like i just like my brother had passed uh-huh. and then i got back and i play football wants to be on the field because like that was the last thing we talked about he's like man go get on the field so yeah. i made that happen i was like all right bet so um man when they canceled that season it just really touched my soul i was just like man god is just putting this this place right here like hey you can do this but this ain't the route you know what i'm saying yes, so sir. i accepted it. you know i didn't cry about it just start taking off with the podcast you know i mean i want to talk to this 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 yeah. everyone i talk to is just like hey man you got that voice you know what i mean there's like you yeah, got that you voice i'm like you know that's that's like that yeah. makes you want to go do the next one more. so yep. so i just keep doing it man and um i don't go no skit or nothing i'm just i feel like a good conversation leads to the next conversation so i'm just like man i just want to interact with you know people i truly vibe with and just sure. you know have evolving conversation all the like not all the time but most of the time yeah. you know i mean we can sit here and crack jokes if we wanted to but yeah. i want you to be able to take one thing from my podcast and run yeah. with it and be like hey man like they should be able to just listen and catch the vibe you know what yeah. i'm saying so that's what it's all about and i feel like you know watching a lot of podcasts feel like dudes put on the front for like what people want to see and like hearing stuff like nah that ain't me like you're gonna whoever's on you know i'm gonna come in and catch a vibe and yeah. it's gonna be the same thing every time so uh just trying to build up to it man in october i'm about to start this tailgating stuff so uh i'll be going to like college, d1 colleges doing the okay. tailgating stuff like asking college questions on the tailgate yeah, be like a little 30 good. minute vlogs and stuff so just different stuff you know that'd i'm 25 that's, that's like you know that's my groove you know what yeah. i mean so that'd be a good look that's what i'm trying to your, get into man put yourself out there a little bit more i think i think like i told a couple people before i actually feel like gift like COVID kind of was like a gift and a curse yes you know it, it forced a lot of people to, to get off your think, ass yeah <laughs> think a little bit more start up a business or start a podcast or start getting in the gym or whatever you can do i remember i remember like you know I was just sitting around like, man, what's going on? Like, the, the world is crazy. And then I started getting my bag. Like, I'd go in the gym and hoop by myself because I actually had a- access to a gym. Mm-hmm. I, couldn't bring stop it, you? I couldn't bring nobody else, but I can go. You know what I'm saying? I'm, Col- like, I'm in the gym. <laughs> man, Kobe wasn't finna stop none of that. Yeah. Man. I was getting up yeah. running and all that. And then yeah. you get back. It's like noon. I was like, what do you got to do? Everyone yeah, right. in the house. Yeah, so right. it was just a lot of figuring out time during COVID. Yeah. But I'm thankful for it, man. Like, yeah, me too. If you, if you really sit back and think, like, Everyone had to go through it. Yeah, and it, everybody. It really felt like some just good time inside self-think, and everyone had to go through it. And how you came out of it, 
it's how you came out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was different for no one, you know. So, yeah. man, I'm just very thankful for the. I'm, I'm very thankful for the, uh, for the COVID because I feel like it's got my mindset better as a man. You know what I'm saying? So, what were you I doing see, during that? I see a lot of, like a lot of, like, for me, basketball. Like I love the game. I've always loved it since probably the age of four. But I've noticed that it t- it it teaches a lot of life lessons. Like a lot of kids I coach, like they might not have played college. They might have went to the pros, but I see a lot of them doing positive things in life, whether they're a barber or they have a business or just doing a lot of different things. And I, I watched them during COVID and I saw them kind of get it in their in their personal bags, doing this, doing starting a business, doing this, uh, doing car detailing, like mm-hmm. which just a lot of different stuff they started doing. And I don't feel like had that happened, you know, they Same might not start they might not have started doing it. Like I, I like I believe a lot of things come from the heart and, and it comes from a spirit. Like, like I feel like personally, God put a lot of things on people's spirit during that time, to to strive for what they really wanted to be. Versus if that not if that didn't happen, they might not have, it might not have been anything. They might have still been in that same mindset of I can't do this, I can't do that. Versus, right. like I got to do it, let's do it, you know, right. type of deal. So, man, um, you so did you get the three on three? Did you get that to happen? Uh, I did a three on three. I did one in St. Jen. St. Jen Civic Center down there. That's my first time ever even being down there, and wow, you got two facilities right there, back to back. I'm trying to get something. Um, I don't know if I want to do it before or after the basketball season, but yeah. like a little warm up three on three, yeah. you know, top players, and then like you bring the podcast in, like, hey, how yeah. you think you're gonna do this season? You know what I mean? Like you hosting all that, That'd and like, perfect. I think you know, connect with the kids, and that's how they, you know, get that gets them. They like stuff like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So and three on three to me is the essence of basketball. Yes. Like doing three on three, you learn a lot about the game. Like yes. even at my practices, I do a lot of three on three, no dribbles, mm-hmm. can't even dribble. If you put the ball down, it's a turnover. Mm-hmm. Just teaching kids how to think and how to move without the ball. Like when I came up, I had a ball in my hands all the time. I loved to dribble. Mm-hmm. The older I got, the more I like the less dribbling. Like I don't need to dribble all this. Just pass the ball, move the ball. Right. You know what I mean? And three on three, like Ford, he does his three on three, and I, you know I got some insight from him on how you know he was doing what he was doing, and I saw it was a good thing. And hopefully, some kids that I told about it went and played. You know, but it's a good thing. Like. I know a lot of people are doing the three-on-three stuff, but it's good for the game of basketball, sure. in my opinion. Man, like you said, like it's it's crazy how people play basketball and take something from it. Yeah. The one thing I took from it, and I don't I don't care like how it might sound crazy, but talking, bro, like <laughs> yeah. talking is the biggest thing on the court. Yeah. Cause like you got one guy talking out there and yeah. playing defense, things everywhere. Like we're who knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We're playing pickup <laughs> the other day. I'm on this dude hip. Yeah. This dude come help double me. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if I'm right there, why are you switching the shooter way over there? Why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like all about talking. And then that relates to the podcast too. Like, yeah. you know, everybody, you just got to relay, relay. Communication relay. is Teamwork, key. make the dream work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Everything. Quick, and, not, and not to cut you off, but this is you talking about communication and, you know, from, I'm, I'm 43, so I'm a little bit older than you, but back in my day, we didn't, like the, the cell phone, <laughs> we really, we wasn't doing all that. But nowadays, kids' biggest form of communication is being on their phones and all that. So I think it carries over to sports. Yes. Like in my practices, if you don't talk, it's a consequence. We doing push-ups, jumping jacks, whatever we running. If you don't communicate, we're doing. We have a consequence for it. Because mm-hmm. I understand how key talking is—not just in sports, but in life. Life. Bro. You got to communicate. You got to talk to people. And I think in sports, especially in basketball, that's where we lack, you know, a little bit is the communication. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, no, that's the biggest thing, man. Like, that's the biggest thing when I go watch basketball. You know, I'm just watching 
who the hell is playing defense? Yeah. Help D rolling in the yeah. lanes and all that. Yeah. It's lost. Everyone's trying to do one on ones and all that. Yeah, but, man, I'm telling you, if you play Team D, you go a lot farther, yes, a lot sir. farther, especially these great teams. That's where it slips off. That's where it slips off for sure. Yes, sir. Um, man, yeah, I love basketball. It's a very, it's an appreciative game, man. I'm just trying to, all the coaches like Coach Harlow. I'm just very thankful for. Yeah, like, that was a good man. You know, he just taught hard work, man, and everything. You don't work hard, you're not gonna get it. I swear. Nowhere in life. Quick question for you though, because you you know you played at Central and I, I know y'all played Festus and you've been familiar with the sports. I'm not just talking basketball, but sports. Like, what do you think separates kids from this area versus kids in the Jefferson County? If you had to go, let's say maybe basketball or football, like as far as talent I'm a, I'm a, and working. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it both together. I think it starts right there in that weight room. Cause like that coach, the coach they got over there, like he just puts it in them. Like you know what I mean? I don't care what kind of student it is. Like I've seen it. Like from the best athletes all the way down to the little ones. Like he's putting that same voice in all of them. You know what I'm saying? To where like people are hearing that and they all act accordingly. You get what I'm saying? To where coach might, hey you three. You know what I mean? Talk talk. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They they make sense. They portion stuff out to where. It pushes kids away. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Instead of cur- exactly. comrade, exactly. hey, I'm on all y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if it ain't one, it's all. And dude, kids, they buy into that down here, man. Like, yeah. and back when, and it's different now because back when I was in school, we had two a days, yeah. all that. They got one practice now. I'm like, <laughs> man, y'all don't got nothing like we had, man. Nothing. But claim you so tired after the the one practice. You know what I'm saying? But man, I think it. <laughs> and like like you said, like parents want to be involved, everything and all that. It starts with coaches yeah. knowing how to talk to kids. And truly, it starts at home. Yeah. Starts at home, man. I'm probably in baseball. I can tell that like kids' attitudes suck at home. Cause yeah. like they'll come, we call it strike, obvious strike. <laughs> you know what? You know what I mean? Like, man, that stuff starts at home, man. And yeah, if, you're right. If you can't talk to your parents or your siblings, Respect. all that, how you gonna how you gonna accord on the team? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh I would say I haven't been to Festus either to really say that's what separates it is, but I think it, it starts with how coaches talk to the their team. Yeah. You know? In weight room, you know, weight room. You got to have everyone just buy in, man. Everyone has to buy in. And when we start winning district titles, you know, like four years in a row, that's like people want to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? The culture. You know what I'm saying? We start yeah. them banners. <laughs> that feels good. You walk in there, you see like six banners. You're like, yeah, we did that. Yeah. So it feels good. It's just a culture, man. You just got to want to be a part of it. Yeah. But, um, and that's all we got. Like, you guys can go jet up right to the city. You know what I'm saying? It takes us an hour to go yeah. up there and do something. So we just, you know, we always together playing, grinding, playing fall ball and all that. It's just always been that. Man, I was thinking the other day, like, and that's why, like, I, I post that all the time, man. Like, these parents don't force nothing on your kids, you know what no, I mean? So, like, dude, like, if I had to think from the time I was 10 to where I graduated, I'm tired. All the practices and all the stuff I had, yeah. I'm tired. You know what I mean? All I, I only hooped in high school just to stay out of trouble. Yeah. But I, that's all I know in all my life. You know, it was the right call for me. But, yeah. you know what I mean, that stuff gets tiring. You know what yes, I mean? So I'm does. just saying, like, at that freshman, that freshman start, talk to your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't force nothing on them because that's where it starts. You know what I mean? 14 to 15, talk to them because some – I feel like some kids out here don't even want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And if they heart ain't in it, they, they're not going to be any good. No. They're just going to be wasting time, basically. No. So how do you, uh, a question for you, how did, um, you know, everyone's not the same. Everyone don't have the same skills, you know? Yeah. So um, what's the, how do you, like, how do you know how to, like, when to talk to someone different or, like, you know, like, this might be harder to bring them along the journey? And um, 
Like, what put you in that, you know, that mindset of like, all right, like we're gonna get it together? I think like my just background working with youth, like before I really dived into coaching basketball, I was a youth counselor for DYS. So that through my training, I learned a lot about kids, like how they act and why they act the way they're acting. Like, you know, a response to a trigger, something, you know, they might've went through in their personal life as a kid. Like, and it, it taught me how to see what's going on with the kid first before I before you judge or direct them or say, oh, well, this kid is just a bad seed or this kid is just don't want to do this. Let me dive into why you why you're acting like how you act. And I think that helps me coach kids, you know, uh, but all coaches know you can't coach kids all the same. Some For kids sure. you can coach hard. Some kids you just got to, hey, you give them a look <laughs> and, it, and they turn on. How do you, you keep know? the parents out of you and the kids relationship? I think the toughest thing with sports is the parents. Just to be real, <laughs> the toughest thing in sports is parents because you got them telling kids one thing versus the coaches telling them another. <laughs> and I don't feel a way about from kid to kid. I don't feel a way like they're, I'm not going to mistreat this kid or that kid. I treat them all accordingly. Of course, you have some kids that are better than others in certain sports. That's just the way it goes. Um, if a kid, if there's a, a questioning about anything that's going on, playing time or whatever it may be, I'm the type of person that I address that because you need to know what you need to do to work on to get better. Correct. Instead of beating around the pickle, and then that's what upsets parents. You got to be up. Yes, man. And the parents, some, like I said earlier, are overly involved. Let your kid be a kid. Go to the game, sit back, and just enjoy it. Watch the game. Cheer the team on. Not just your kid. Cheer the whole team on. Yes. And just see how the feeling that you get from that versus you yelling at the refs, yelling at the kid, telling them he got to do this, he got to do that. that. I like that about you, D. Because I feel like some coaches, like, for real, like, Coaching like 12, like especially being a rep, you see this man. Like, yeah. coaches will fake it to make it, yeah, just to nah. get up out of there, you know what I mean? Nah. Get, get the past parents, oh, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? But they feel like you know, they feel something different, yeah, where like you're gonna tell them how it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be that two way coach. This whole thing comes from my heart, yeah, not just me. This is God given what I do for this game, what I how I love the game, the passion I have for it is a spirit. You know what I mean? I can't dishonor God by not being truthful with this game that I love because He gave me the passion for it. So I have to be real and upfront with the kids and parents. I can't sugarcoat anything. If it's not in it, if it's not in a kid, it's just not in them. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I feel that for sure, man. Yeah. That's, that's facts. That, that is big facts. And, hey, man, I got one more question. We'll get off the sports and we'll go into some life. Um, if you had to put the one big change in Michigan basketball high school, what would, what would it be right now? Allow coaches to spend more time with their players in the gym during the offseason. Okay. It has to change. It has to change. Like, why would you see people okay. for being in the gym? That's where we were, man. That started at Central. They were yeah. saying we were with our coaches too much, doing two days and stuff. And then, um, I think it came from another school complaint. Uh, yeah. And then that's that's when the dead week came about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we get in trouble for working. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Like, oh, no sense. Probably a parent. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Not even, that's not even a like, like take that and put it in real life. You get what I'm saying? Oh, well, you working too much, huh? Oh, you work the whole month, you get two weeks off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no, nah. it don't work like that. Some people don't society. get vacation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. I think the shot clock. I hate when people hold the ball. Oh man, I, I think it should it. be at least 30 seconds. I hate it when we played when I coached at St. Louis Christian and we went to these showcase games. We had a shot clock. Really? Yeah. High school? Yeah. What was it? 30? Uh, 32 maybe. It was a little bit more than 30. I'm Maybe not, 40. Don't call me on that, but I know we had a shot. And, and that's long. Yeah. 40 seconds, long possession. And it, changed, and it changed the game. But I think, I don't know if it was the mindset, hey, a lot of these kids are going to go play Division One basketball, so we need to show them 
what a shot, how to play under the shot clock. Right. So we had to practice, you know, shot clock situations and different stuff like that. But like, and then we would go to a tournament in uh, Springfield or something like that. No shot clock. We had uh, a team would be up five and, and want to start and the hold whole the ball. Yeah, that ain't like, cool. man. Let's come play. on, man. Yeah, that ain't cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's what I hate about it. Especially like yeah. you, get, you get something like that at the Christmas tournament. No yeah. one's trying to see that. <laughs> right. No one is trying to see that. We want the action. We want the action. And which, 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 you know. You get it, but exactly. It's 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 a it's a, a a technique in basketball. It's a situation where you know if you up, I always feel like as a coach, I got to be up a certain amount before I get to taking the air out of the ball. I don't want to do it at all, but if if it's a game, I know we got to have it to win it because the kids because <laughs> kids are making bad decisions every every oh, trip yeah. down. You know what I mean? But yeah. just to do it, just to like, come on, man. Yeah, I definitely feel that, man. Yeah. I definitely feel that. And that <laughs> yeah, I feel that. We're gonna talk some culture talk, man. Some life. Yeah. Um. Just where your head at? Year, year closing out. We're in September. Um, how how would you say you took 2022, and how are you gonna close it out? I think, man, I I think I I came in 2022 went a full full head of steam, like knowing you know certain things I wanted to do, certain things I wanted to accomplish, knowing objectives on how to get to where I need to go. I know it, it, it's going to take a lot of hard work. Like with my program, I understand that this is a brand, and I understand that it takes a lot of hard work. For me personally, even though I grew up in Jefferson County and Festus is still a little bit more. Right, right, right. I got to jump over 100 hurdles mm-hmm. to get to where I'm trying to go. So it's just a steady grind every day to get to where I'm trying to go on, on that on that side of things. And then I got to I got to help kids get in college like people don't know, like kids that I don't, I don't even coach or see on a regular basis. I'm still trying to help. Hey, Coach Parks, can you help me get into college? Kids transferring from JUCO want to go to a four year or vice versa. Hey, do you know some? Can you call this coach? Okay, I got you. Just behind the scenes, man, I'm doing so much to try to help these kids realize dreams and realize opportunities. Because like I told you earlier, like St. Louis Christian came from my college buddies. Right. So I know these kids can go to college and meet people and change their whole lives. Right. I you know, just a lot of different stuff. Just grinding every day because a lot of my inspiration not only comes from God, but I watch people like Nipsey Hussle every day, Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. all these different people just – inspiring you know uh uh eric thomas you know different people that inspire i feel that inspire me on a daily basis so just and they all they preach is grind 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 so what would you say your five-year goal is five-year goal is to be a head coach okay i want to be a head coach i was gonna ask you that like why haven't you stepped that way i have tried just (laughs) like i told you there's hurdles everywhere i go you know but i understand that like the card that was dealt to me wasn't like god said you 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 can't be a varsity coach right now it's not your time, and I understand that. But I know my time's coming. <laughs> I just I can't. I don't know when, but I know it's coming because I put in the work. You, de- you deny because of the culture? Not, not. I I don't know. I don't have the. An- <laughs> I honestly don't have that answer. That though. sucks because you sit back <laughs> and think on that though, you know. Yeah. And it may like you try to figure those things out to work harder towards it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know. I just I feel like you'd be solid enough to host a team. For sure. So it's just like you know you do question yourself like what do I, what do I need to do more? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. That's a good man. It just that makes you want to go get it more though, don't yeah, it? It does every day. You'd be a good coach, man. So keep working towards that. That's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. That's why I tell Justin. That's why I love Justin, man. That's why I love Justin. That yeah. dude come from South Iron. That dude come from South Iron. Winning. I'm talking state like <laughs> losing two games, and then he come coach a team like, man, you gotta have some heart to do that. And like, man, I asked Justin. I said, how do you like, how do you stay sane yeah. during them the moments? You're a winner. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He really. said. It's about the kids, man. 
It's, like, it's you know tough. What I mean? And Justin loves the kids, and he he do man. And he loves the grind, and he wants to build like he like he sees the big picture. Yes, he knows eventually it's going to happen for him if he continues to put in the work. Yes, I feel the same way with with what I do. So slow grind. Yeah, you can't listen. This is going to be a million people say, "Oh, you can't do this." Hey, stop doing that. It's not you're not getting anywhere. You know, like when when I was younger, not to go off subject, when I was younger, I always want to be a, a professional, and people would be like, "Oh, you too short. You can't do this. You can't do that." I said my goal is like if I don't if I can't play in the NBA, I want to be a pro, whether it's overseas or whether it's a a local semi-pro team. Like I want to be that. I know I can do that because I know I put in the work right. to get there. You know, a lot of people stop because all of the people that are saying you can't do it, and they believe in that. People can do whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. Period. Anybody. Period. <laughs> Period. That's why, like I said, that's why I do this, man. And because yeah. like I know I'm as good as any other podcast out there. It's just about you getting to know me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. and knowing what I'm about. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So uh that's just anything in life, man. Yep. That's just like the same way with women. You know what I mean? Women wanna women wanna judge. You know, you won't even know a woman, but they they think they got you figured out. From all the past things, yeah. they're like, I don't deal with this, that, thing, that, that. Well, you ain't even got to know me, so how right. you know? You know what I'm saying? Another relationship. Like, people don't understand when when you looking at different people or you got any type of relationship with someone else, I think you are looking for certain things and people. And then when you don't see it or you don't find it, then you it's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. But so, sometimes you can't look and expect for certain things and certain people. You know what? Because you don't know what's on the inside of, of of a person. Right. You know what I mean? You don't know the background. You don't know, like a relationship with a person, whether it be a friendship or a family member or a girlfriend or a wife. It's tough because you don't know people's until you know a person's whole background. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of different feelings involved with with relationships. I feel like a young kid coming to ask you after graduation. You know, maybe he's played sports his whole life. Yeah. And just comes up straight up. Hey, I don't want to play sports no more. Coach, what do you think the right route is? I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Now, I've had kids actually do that. Like, sports, you know, it's a good lane, but it's not the end-all, be-all. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? What are you doing to get towards what you really want to be? It don't have to be sports. Like I said, I know kids that cut hair, barbers. Mm-hmm. You know, I know kids doing trading. I know mm-hmm. kids, like I know kids doing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And those kids that rap. Hey, try to be the best rapper you can be. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on it because you don't see the success right now. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep getting on Instagram, sharing those raps. Keep getting on. Keep showing yourself. It's eventually gonna happen if you put in the work. Did you um? So how were your how was your uh, lifestyle growing up? Like, is there something that you know? There's that might have been like something in your moment in your life that you know, like you had you had being younger. It was like I want to give more when I'm older. You know what I mean? To to like. Re- Recollect that, you know, make you feel good. Well, Maybe something you didn't have. Well, growing up, growing up in uh, Festus, we had an actual community. Versus now down there, there's not the community is gone. And uh, we I hear you talk about that all the time. Yeah. You feel, it's like break, Festus broke up from when. And it did. I can't like, I really can't explain it. I just know what I witnessed as a kid to what I see now. Like my grandfather was big in the community. He was a coach. He coached the kids and you know all different sports. And then the people that he hung out with, they helped bring the kids up. And it, it just kept going until a certain time, and then it, it just stopped. And then the, the neighborhood where I grow up is gone. Like, it was a, it was in a flood zone. So a lot of the, the houses that were where I live when I grew up are, aren't even there anymore. So I think just the people moving out of the community, the older people passing away, it, it's different. But everything that I learned as a kid stuck with me. That's why I give back 
you know, because people gave back to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, I just don't feel like there's enough people doing that. <laughs> and it hurts the kids because nowadays kids are doing any and everything with idle time. They have too much idle time and they don't know what to do with that time. And they get to doing negative stuff, you know, and, you know, it's just different. If the kids grew up in my community, a lot of stuff that kids are doing now wouldn't happen. I feel like. I feel that. You know? What can you do to bring it back? I'm trying. Like, that's why, I, that's why I started the 34 Hoops. That's why I do the three-on-threes. That's why I do the camps, the clinics. That's why I do teen nights when I can. That's why I do a lot of stuff. I'll rent out the swimming pool. Hey, come swim. It's on me. Right. I'll rent out the hall. Hey, I got music. Come come dance. Come socialize. It's on me. I do a lot of different stuff just to try to bring those types of things back to community. I'm with that, man. Anytime yeah. you, you do something like that, let me know. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'll come people face it's all about that man exactly especially uh just not even about that but like um young black young young black kids in the black yeah. culture man like yeah. i feel like i feel like especially like going north man like it's just such a like you can't even walk across the street from a nigga and like you know what i mean it's like a, it's either me mug or, or true what's up you know what i mean or it's it's either one of the two never in between you know what i'm saying and yeah. i feel like it's just got to stop being everyone's got to stop being up to we need to love more hey, we, we need to love we more we do and and uh, love is a thing that people don't want to see us do. Yes. They'd rather see us be negative about everything than love more, you know? Like, me personally, like, I'm a social person. I'm a friendly person. Like, I open the door for people at stores. I say hello to everybody. Like, it, like I like to work out, like, walk, you know, different mornings when I'm not at school and different stuff like that. And pretty much everybody I come across, I, I give them a nod, I say hello, you know, different stuff like this, being social, but when I go to different areas, like you say, hey, how you doing, you know, what's up, it's like a bad vibe, like, man, I'm just saying hello. Right. You know what I mean? Just, and for me, that's a respect thing, just, you see somebody, hello, that's how I was raised. Right. It ain't no, hey, man, I'm trying to say this or say that, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get in your way, I know that was just simple respect. No, for sure, and I'm the same way, man, like, yeah. my, the, the, and that's the, that's the one thing about growing up, man, like, when you start to realize more, like, Everything you heard from these older people, you know, being like 15 to 18, you're like, man, that, ain't, that don't make no sense. But, man, I'm telling you, once that 20, 20, 21-year-old <laughs> hit, you start, all yeah. that start replaying, you're like, man, they was right. They was. They was right. And they was. <laughs> they was right. So, I mean, yeah. if um in my life, I just take a little more time to listen, and I don't judge no one, man. Yeah, I don't judge no can't. one. You can't. No one. Yeah. At all, because I don't know what you come from, and they don't it's know not, what I come from. Judging people, it ju- judging is not for people. No, it's not your job. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's not your job, man. Yeah. Um, so a question that I ask everybody, um, if you were stranded on an island for 30 days, you only get five months. I mean, you only get five albums to take with you. What are you taking? Oh, wee, that's tough. I got to st- start off with Hove, Jay-Z. I got to have some Jay-Z. Uh I say Jay-Z, I say J. Cole. Uh, I'm heavy on Drake. Yep, got to have the Drake. Uh, Lil Wayne, probably. And then if I had to go the R&B route. Everybody got an R&B pick. I probably have to say, I probably have to go with Chris Brown right now. Okay. Did you go to the concert? I did, and I was I supposed missed it too. to. I was supposed to go and, and didn't end up making it. It looked live too. No, I went to Baby and Dirk, and I was live. Yeah. But man, I think Chris Brown would have been a different vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, different vibe. I like Chris Brown, man. <laughs> yeah. I tell I people, and no knock, no knock on the king of pop, pop, like of life. Yeah. yeah. But Chris Brown is the closest thing we will ever have to Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's like Mike. It's like uh, it's like Mike and Kobe. 
Oh, 100%. <laughs> in 100%. my opinion. Man, I, I ain't going to get started with this with you. So <laughs> I had to argue with my friend the other day. I watch golf. I'm big into golf now. So, like, yeah. dude, like, when I like that was when I picked up golf, like, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm, you know, you, it's easy to go out and be going to court and be a dominant. Oh, I'm going to go yeah, run the yeah. tutty. You know, I'm yeah. going to get a rebound, go get the layup. That's yeah. easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Athlete. True athlete. That's easy to athletes. Yeah. Golf, you can't go out there and be good, dog. I heard. Dude, so <laughs> I, I had to, like, heard. I had to tell myself, like, I'm watching Tiger videos for, like, seven, <laughs> eight months, you know, trying to do all the hits and stuff. Yeah. And I find, like, now I'm a year in, and I'm finally, like, good and stuff. And um, I was telling people, man, like, yeah, dude, good. golfing, go actually golfing, and then, like, going and watching what Tiger Woods did and all that. Yeah. And then watching The Last Dance, like, that's one of my favorite docs ever. Yeah. Dude, Tiger Woods is the best winner in life. But Michael Jordan's competitive. Michael Jordan's competitive. This man, Tiger Woods, has like 120 championships so by quick, himself. So quick question. <laughs> quick question. And I can't sit here and say that I agree or disagree with you because I understand. And I've, I've never golfed in my life. But uh, as being an athlete, I love other sports. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like Ty, when you look at somebody like Tiger Woods and something like golf, mental. Yes. Like golf has to be one of the the mental game of golf has to be crazy. Bro, you can't you have to be able to stay sane. Like <laughs> yeah. one bad shot and like you can be in your head like, oh, you know, you're gonna yeah. shoot bad the whole day to where like yeah. you know, I've watched I bet it last week on golf. The dude I bet it on hit triple bogey the yeah. first these are pros. Yeah. Three over the first. I'm like, my money's screwed. And they got three days to bet. Yeah. He come you know what I mean? He's like that got that mentality. I'm finna come back. Yeah, yeah. Came back and won. I'm like, man. Hey, that's that mentality, dog. That's why I love Tiger yeah. so much, cause like, like there's no coach out there doing right, that for him. Right. You know, he don't that's got him. no two guard to throw that. That's you know, him in that course. That's him in that. That's him. That's that's <laughs> how you win, dog. And I respect yeah, it. That's why I respect to, Tiger. You gotta respect it, and uh, especially him being who he is. You know what I mean? In a game where you didn't think Tiger Woods was getting ready to do this and do that. You know what I mean? He showed, uh, and you know, I don't like. You know, I understand. I understand race is a thing, and you know people try to you know say whatever about it, but it's a thing. And you know to see a black man like Tiger come in and do what he did, it, it gave inspiration to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. And you know golf, I mean, like I said, I never played it, but you would imagine golf might cost a little money. Oh, you know to play, so it kind of probably steered a, a lot of a lot of kids away from wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. but when you saw him, it's, I think it, it might have gave a little bit more kids some inspiration. I think at least try it. If there's no Tiger Woods, I don't golf. <laughs> Ever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, That's what it's like. That. You know, you pick up a club and it's like, all right, let me learn more about it. You know, yeah. you go, I want to learn about my culture. You're the best yeah, in it. Yeah. Tiger Woods. You know what I mean? So, like, I loved it, man. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Um, But the last dance, man, like, we can talk about that. Like, that taught me, like, I, when I sat down and watched that, I, was, I said, I want to know why Michael Jordan is the best. <laughs> like, screw the, game, screw the games and all that, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. his practice mentality and talk, like, talking – and like that dog mentality is why he's the best. You it know what was, I mean? It he, was different. He was different. He put it on other people to figure you out. You <laughs> know what I mean? Because we gonna win this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but yeah. I'm here. I'm Jordan. I'm. I got me. You got you. What you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Check up. Right. So like, I was just like, I sat back. I was like, dog. Like, Jordan made it work. That's why Jordan. That's that's why Jordan was Jordan. You know. And I think. But then you asked, is it Phil? Because Phil was there. And then look what he did with Kobe. Yeah, Phil, Phil, Phil was a great coach, but like, a, but still, the players got to play the game. True. You know, so. Me and my boy, I mean, we was talking about that, man. Like, you watch how Kobe, that first year with Paul, you know, they do all that. Yeah. 
This man Kobe was speaking to Paul in Spanish. Took him the whole summer. You know what I mean? Hey, we finna go train, dog. And they come back and get that. That's how, you know what I mean? That's that's why that's different. But different. you gotta understand that you gotta understand the men mentality of a Kobe or a Michael of a Michael Jordan, like if you wanna say Mike and Scotty, Kobe and whoever. Like they knew they needed this person to get to the promised land. Like I know I need power. Let me go in here. Let me let me get in tune with him. Get mm -hmm. him in the game. See what what he's thinking on the court and what I'm thinking, so we can make a better right. You know, a better a better dynamic. So that they're smart in their own in their own way in doing that. Who's uh? Give me your NBA Mount Rushmore. Ooh we. <laughs> yeah, you have to well. At the top, you have to put Mike up there. And a lot of people like to... It don't have to be no order. You, a lot of people like to debate LeBron and, you know, this person or that person. But, you know, Mike, and then you take the next best thing to Mike, in my opinion, is Kobe. And then you and then you got your big man. You got Bill Russell. You got Shaq. R.I.P. Uh, Bill, man. And you got your point guards. You got uh, you got Magic. You got somebody like, like a John Stockton. I'm going to go with Magic because, you know, at 6'9", he was doing things that... People really couldn't do. It. You don't, like, <laughs> like, dude. That's why. That's why I was thinking. Like, man, like, Magic was so big out there. Yeah. You don't see Giannis be able to do that, or like anyone exactly. else. Like, so that's rare. That's rare. Exactly. That's my. Those are my. Those are my top guys right there. I respect it. I respect it. I'd probably go the same way. Um, I think I got to throw Timmy D on there though, man. Timmy yeah, D was yeah, a winner. Big fundamentals. Yeah. yeah you just, can't, man, like I disagree with that. So fundamental, but I mean, you got to put Shaq over him because you know what him and Kobe did. Yeah. And um. And Shaq probably was probably the most dominant player we've ever seen, in my opinion, because you wasn't, you couldn't stop him. No, you don't see no big man doing that <laughs> right, right now. You couldn't stop him down there. Man, um, do you think that L.A. that LA Laker limelight makes him play different? Like, to where, like, Anthony Davis, like, he play, has to play, like, you know, it's a different – over there funny. in New Orleans, balling. Then you it's come to – funny. I'm glad. I'm so glad you brought that up. And, I un and I'm glad that you understand that. Cause I argue basketball with a lot of former players, and I and they always like, oh man, well Kuzma went over there to the to the Bullets or the, uh, not the Bullets or Washington. The, mm -hmm. yeah, he went over there to Washington and he did this and and uh, KCP's doing this and uh, Ball's doing this. I said, bro, do you understand those guys was on the Los Angeles Lakers? <laughs> they waking the up most, stressing. More than one of the most story <laughs> franchises ever, and you got to go and play with LeBron when you playing with LeBron this championship or bust. Versus you going to Washington and who cares? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you got you the Warriors over there. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. There is no. Uh, you can go there and be you. Yeah. Because winning is not pressured on you. How do you feel um, about Brad Bill and his situation? Brad Bill needs to go. Needs to go. Got to. What is ASAP. he doing? ASAP. <laughs> what is he doing? ASAP. Bro, I think him and Tatum be dirty. They would. They would. But I, I, I don't think they can give up Brown for it, because Brown it. But I think they can't. It's a risk. It's a risk. Brown and Bill, they're both animals in their own right. I mean, they do different things. I think Brown's probably a little bit more athletic on that side, but Bill can fill it up probably a little bit more. So, you know, Bill's got to get out, man. Yeah, he got to. It's time to go. He, he's doing too much. He's an all-star. Like, yeah. it would be different if, like, you weren't making an all-star car. You're getting a little buckets. All right, I'm going to chill, get my money and watch it. Nah, dog. Like, you were top 20 player in this league. Right, and you're getting your money. So, now it's time <laughs> to go and win. I definitely agree. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about – um? Jason, his performance in the in the championship, man, or, or just the whole series. They, I feel like he just knew. Like, I feel like he was just like, I can get there. I can get here now. I feel like this, and I've seen a lot of stuff on uh, Facebook because I know people kind of in Tatum circle, you know, from different areas. And I saw one post, and it was like, 
and a, and a guy that I know was like, man, people stop messaging me, telling me what Tatum should be doing in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm thinking like, first of all, Tatum is there. He's in the championship. You know what I'm saying? And he's young. Like he's never like people don't understand when you're in a championship and you never been there. That it, you never had the experience. Like you, that's a whole different stage. Bro, that's like Kobe. <laughs> I, I think of like Kobe. I call that Kobe and Mike stage. You know what I mean? Whole like different stage. It's a whole different animal. Let him get there again. And oh, he'll gonna, he'll go again. Something different. He'll go again. Yeah, and and the Warriors was the better team. Oh yeah. You know I mean, like you gotta look Dude, when, at it. When they traded like for that. Wiggins, I said they were going. Yeah, yeah. That was big pickup. Yeah. Big pickup. Wiggins ain't no bunk. <laughs> no, not at all. And it took for him to get to that, to a good team like that, a good organization, to bring the best out of him. He always been good, but he ain't always been the Wiggins that we everybody thought he could be. You know what I respect Wiggins though? You know he's over there in Minnesota getting 20, 25. Yeah. I'm going to come – I know my role over here with these hoopers to win a ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people yeah. don't know that. Right. The, the true role. Like, exactly. I need to do defense, pass the ball, get rebound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people just don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So like, that's how I watch the central team sometimes. Like, man, y'all, like, y'all, gotta, y'all have roles. Play your role. You guys have roles. Everyone don't need to be shooting the ball. Right. You know what I mean? Some just need to be rebounding, kicking out, need to be a running team. Like, Basketball's yeah. a role game, man. Yes, sir. And the, the teams that with the best role players win. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's always it's always been like that. You can think you can look at the Bulls, you can look at Golden State, you can look at LeBron and them when they was winning. They always had solid role players. Always. No, for sure. Um man. We're about an hour in, so uh, we got about ten more minutes. Uh I got a few more questions for me that I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. Um who would you like to see on here that I could connect with? I've kind of talked to everyone down this way, okay. so I'm kind of trying to touch more up north. So anyone you can intertwine with, or maybe, you know, it's just a good shot. You mean north, like St. Louis, or any anywhere that direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know I know a few people in that area. Probably uh, Coach Head over there, at Hazelwood Central. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Head's a good dude, a good coach, man. He I want to get with. Uh, I want to get with Vijan's uh, coach too. Yeah, Iron, Irons, him yes. and, and uh, Coach Irons and uh, uh, Coach Gilmore are good are good people. You know, they they intertwine with each other too. So. I want to talk to Coach Irons about the Imagine yeah. Prep days because that's when yeah, there were some yeah. killers over there. Yeah, they was. went to state, Martavian <laughs> yeah. Payne, all. Yeah, yeah. Woo! I remember that we played uh, St. Louis Christian. I think my first year we played Imagine Prep. Yeah, or they were nice. Hold on, Imagine Prep, and then it was it another name maybe two or am I tripping? No, there's two Imagine Preps. One was green, one was orange. And then um, I think there was there was two schools. Okay. And then um, Imagine Prep shut down, and they all moved. Remember, like, that whole yeah, – yeah, yeah, they yeah, all yeah, moved yeah, over. Yeah. And then I forgot what that school – and Coach Irons went right with them. Yeah, you so, had – yeah, Imagine Prep was nice. Yeah. And he's at Vashon now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a winning coach, man. He's a good coach, man. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, people say, well, you got talent or, you know, but just like just like uh, Calipari at uh, – Kentucky, you know, they get the one and dones and all that, but you still got to manage all those attitudes. Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine having 12 to 15 players that can all go to the NBA the next year and you got to coach them for one school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you still, uh, you st- even though you got good players, you still got to manage egos. Bro, I couldn't imagine that. Dude, hear me out here. I come from down here. Like, I moved from down here my sophomore year playing basketball and all that. You know, I had Coach Harlow. The mo- like, you know, just fun- real fundamental, you know, like, oh, you know, I just know how to do that. I go to McCourt South Berkeley for a year, yeah. and I, I come in right in basketball season. I'm like, all right, I'll play. Bro, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. If if we literally played team basketball, we was nasty. But it's just pickup. Like, they yeah. don't, they're not playing no defense. Like, getting a rebound one-on-ones, like, yeah. and we're losing by 20. But 
<laughs> if we if we play team defense, we win the game. Yeah. And it was just, I just was flabbergasted. Like when I went up there, I was like, these dudes just want to hoop and get buckets. <laughs> they don't even care about winning. They don't. Right. And it was just so different to me. It was just so different. It was so different. Yes, sir. And up there, like up there, you got them. Like they're gonna go get. All right, I'm gonna kill you. Go get a bucket. You know what I mean? It's it's them type of games. Where down here, you got box sets and stuff. And you know, running the motion—it's that's the difference I see. So I was like, man, this that's is a big difference. It's a big difference. Yeah. Um, man, last question: What would you go back and tell your 18-year-old self? Go back and tell my 18-year-old self. Hmm. Probably to make, probably to make better decisions based off of what I wanted to do versus others. You know, because coming out of high school, I had limited offers to go to college. You know, but people was telling me I should do this and I should do that. I wish I would have just created, made it my, made my own decision to go where I really wanted to go. That way, I would have been in a better situation than what I was coming right out of high school. I would say that probably just make my own decision based off what other people wanted me to do. I feel that. I feel that. Um, no, I feel that for sure, man. Because like I said, man, like I feel like it's just the world nowadays too. In 2022, like in COVID and all that, to where it really put the opportunity is like nothing can stop you but you. Yeah. So um, for all them young minds out there, yeah, don't let no one stop you, man. Uh, Nobody. Anything. Nobody. Anything for real. Because yeah. I got days like I got days like that with the pod too. Like, like man, like that pod. Like, and I don't even feel like that. But I'm like, like Shaq. Like I, I have pods I like, so I'll sit down and watch it, and then I'll 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 be writing questions that I would be asking them. Yeah. And you know, so when I do meet them in life, yeah. it comes together. Yeah. So I'm like, I just kind of put that already forward to where like. When I get to that moment, I'm not you ready for it. I'm not scared. You know what I'm saying? I'm not juggling. I'm not juggling the ball. I'm not fumbling exactly. the rock. Yes, so sir. that's that's what it's all about, man. It's step by step, day by day, yep. and um, it'll all come together, man. D, I appreciate you, Phil. Appreciate you too, man. Good time. Glad I could Parks, man. Got him on Facebook. Uh, shout out all your your platforms. Uh, Facebook, Dalian Parks. I have 34 Hoops basketball page also on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, 34 Hoops Basketball Academy. Uh, Twitter, 34 Hoops Basketball Academy as well. Sounds good. And um, yes, I'm a, I want to have you back on before uh, basketball season with you and Justin at the same time, if yeah, you don't mind. That'll be perfect. That'll be a good, that'll be a good talk, man. And, um, yes, yeah, we'll get that going. Love, bro, for real. Safe travels back. This is episode three of season four, Dallian Parks. You can catch this. We're recording on Thursday. I'll probably, I'm going to drop it Sunday for y'all, so y'all can catch that Sunday about 6 o'clock. And um, enjoy, man. We out. Crown the Kings.
I'm lying. I told him I got him on camera. Act like I wanna make music with you. Just to hit you on your manager. Fuck it, crying the keys. We marvel about some athlete earning 10 or 15 million a year. Well, if that's the case, that athlete must be worth to his owners billions of dollars. Get into the paper like it's human nature. Goddamn, the more they hate us, that just motivate us. I know revenge tastes the sweetest, but I'm gonna save us. I'm just sending all my graces up to my creator. My creator. No negotiation, this is world domination. domination. You can't fill the trophy cases up with nominations. I'm the Alpha Omega, that means you can't replace us. That means I'm throwing dice in Vegas, betting all the wages. My girl expensive, remember you get what you pay for. Big, big payoff moves on and off the radar. You can't afford to miss a lab when you win the playoffs. Uh, stress on, stress on, I get this shit blood, flesh, bone. Can't catch me, I skate to my destiny. That's necessity, you can't outfinesse me. I've been having conversations with the constellation. We keep the shit between us just like a doctor patient. The heaviest intoxication makes the problems weightless. I'ma need some sanitation for the turn of race. Told my shrink that life is crazy. He said life is crazy. I bought a house a fucking big and feel like I'm a neighbor. I told my weed man I need nature. He accommodated me. I got two choppers looking like I call him crop and get him. Flowers looking quite amazing. I ain't like the fragrance. I stand beside a baby. See who you decide to play with. I'ma take my fucking chances. I'm a lucky bastard. My heart rates till it catch up to who is running after. Oh my gosh, I'm gone. I'm on a planet, I run on, say let there be light. But they know my life's a blown, yeah, I know my rights. I mean, I know right from wrong, I know yeah, you're white. It's sweeter than a yellow bone, but I know love is life. And I know life is never long. I made plans to get away, and in the morning I be gone. Man, I mind fuck no foreplay. Brainwash my thoughts, babe. Brainstorm my storm chase. Guilty conscience, no court date. Little tones, tones, tones. Black music sells about 60% of the music sold in the world. It outsells other people's native music. And yet, we are willing to sing for pennies a record. Thank you. 